Joining us now here for the second half of our intermission, it is Mike McMahon from the MacReport.com. As uh, we just are joined by Alfred Larson, and now Mike McMahon joins us. And you know, Alfred, uh, talking about him just quickly, uh, get your thoughts. Uh, you know, this is the guy that you talk about coming to school here, coming from Sweden. Obviously, he played, he did play some junior hockey here, but then you know, coming over here, uh, a, a kid who is uh, you know one of the smartest ever to come through here, mechanical engineering major, and and uh, really taking full advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, he's the type of guy you want to represent your program. So no doubt about it. I think when you look at uh, his accomplishments on the ice and especially off the ice, kind of the impact he left on the school, uh, no question. Uh, definitely a guy you want to, to represent your, your team and your program on and off the campus. All right, uh, two periods in the books here. It's a 2-2 two two game and a funny kind of game, right? I mean, it even strength and, and actually even Greg Carvel, uh, UMass head coach, said to us before the game, he felt that Merrimack outplayed them at even strength last night, but it was special teams was where they, they won the game. Uh, you know, tonight it's been, I think, of more of the same at even strength again. The Warriors have outscored UMass 2 nothing, and uh, special teams, especially that five-minute major that UMass had, the two goals, Merrimack's not been able to uh, punch anything through on the power play yet this weekend. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I think they look much better at even strength tonight than they did last night. Um, you know, just in terms of just generating chances, generating possession, I mean, there were times last night where it seemed like they were fighting the puck a little bit everybody. Uh, they were having trouble just getting into the zone, and then when they did, it was kind of rough, and the puck was bouncing around on them, bouncing off sticks. Uh, I thought UMass did a really good job last night of just getting sticks in lanes and making life really difficult for them in the offensive zone. Merrimack's done a much better job tonight of kind of battling through that because UMass is still trying to do the same type of stuff. Uh, but I think Merrimack's doing a better job keeping the puck on their stick and kind of retaining possession a little bit longer. Uh, but special teams, like I said, I mean, that's what the story right now. They get two goals on their five-minute major. Uh, Merrimack has the chance there later in the second with a five-minute major to, to pull ahead, and, and, and they're not able to get one on their five-minute major. So that's really that's what the difference in the game right now is with special teams. Mike, I want to get your thoughts on Merrimack's next opponent, Boston College, 0-4. They've only scored five goals this year, all five coming in one game, and uh, three out of the four games have been shut up. What's going on down at the Heights right now? I have no idea. I watched that game on Thursday night between them and St. Cloud State. Now, granted, St. Cloud State's one of the better teams in the country, right? But, oh, do they look bad. <laughs> they, they looked really bad. I mean, they didn't look like they belonged in the same ice as St. Cloud. And uh, I, I thought St. Cloud kind of, they outplayed them in the first period, but then in the second and third period, I mean, they just ran them off the ice in the second and third period. So I don't, I don't know what's going on down there. It doesn't seem like anything's clicking right now. I mean, Joe Wall is struggling a little bit uh, offensively. Nobody's putting the puck in the net. Uh, and they're going to, re- we talked about this in the preseason, like they're going to rely on, on different guys to do it. Oliver Wallstrom, the freshman, he's going to have to score. Logan Hutzko's going to have to score. David Cotton's a junior. Hasn't been really relying upon the big offensive role to this point in his career, but he's going to have to score. And he, he has three of those goals. He had a hat trick that one game when he put up five. But yeah, they're uh, they're limping along right now. And, and obviously, be, be in the same position and Merrimack saw them last week, so uh, we'll, we'll see if they can get it figured out over the course of a week. you got to imagine at some point they will uh, get it going a little bit because it's Boston College, right? I mean, there, there's too much talent there for them to not hit their stride at some point, but at least right now it's it's pretty ugly. You're back on the power play, because uh, that's an area really, really where this weekend, I realize a lot of teams are going to end up losing special teams battles to the Minutemen this year, but it's an area especially tonight, if you're able to play UMass, I think to a draw on the power play then you have a chance to win the game here perhaps. Um, what are you seeing power play in terms of what needs to be better? Obviously, it hurts them. Sammy Tabrini is out. He's a key, to, especially that, to the unit that he is on. But still, um, you know, they've had so much trouble this weekend on the power play against the Minutemen. Um, what do they need to do better? Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought they did a pretty good job on that major of getting pucks to the net, especially maybe the last two minutes or so. Uh, the first minute and a half, they had trouble just getting the puck in the zone and keeping it there. But once they did, I mean, the last two shifts of that major, 
thought they did a really good job of working the puck back to the points and then getting putts on net. It seemed like they were in position for those second or third chances, and the rebounds were there. Uh, but for whatever reason, the puck just wasn't winding up on their stick. So uh, I, I think part of it is just opportunity. I mean, they, they got to get the puck on net more. Uh, they struggled with the first half of that power play. The second half of that power play, I thought they were much better, and that's where they had some scoring chances. It also seems, too, like they're uh, really relying on the points to get the puck on net. I mean, we saw a couple times there where the puck was in the corner, uh, and they worked it back to the point and then sent all three forwards to the front of the net for that point shot. So traffic, uh, trying to screen the goalie, and then also, of course, when you're there, you're able to get a rebound or maybe a puck hits your leg or, or hits a defenseman's leg or, or whatever. Uh, you put yourself in position to, to score a goal. All right, thanks a lot, Mike. How much of that 18-inning game did you watch last night? <laughs> so I fell asleep in the 13th inning. I woke up. Woke up. Uh, we have a giant clock in our in our bedroom right underneath the TV. And in my half-asleep grogginess, I looked and I go, it's 3.15, but they must be replaying the game or something. Or maybe, and I, I said, so maybe this is highlights. And then I grab my phone and I'm trying to figure out the score on my phone to see if they won or they lost. And then I look in the corner of the screen and I see 18 inning. I went, they're still playing. Oh, my. <laughs> so I ended up, did, I did see the end of the game, but I had about a five-inning gap where I was uh, not able to, to see what was going on. Mike, thanks a lot. We appreciate it, folks. Check out his work at themacreport.com, the Eagle Tribune, and College Hockey News. Thanks as always, Mike. Thanks, Mike. That's Mike McMahon, our guest here. The score at the end of two is Merrimack 2, UMass 2. We're back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.